everybody, and welcome back to the Press Play Lifestyle Inspired Podcast, where we do interviews with interesting and inspiring people on the on topics to help you find the resources, tools, and support that you may need to be your best inspired selves. Today, we have a good friend of mine. She's actually been a friend of mine for a while now. Her name is Asta. So Asta, can you please introduce yourself to our audience and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. Thank you, Jackie. Um, my name is Asta Tim, and I am a professional relationship coach, expert dating strategist, and a certified matchmaker. And so really uh, self-explanatory, but I'm in the love business. And I just really take great individuals and also couples and lead them to the relationship that is just right for them. It's interesting because I think love is kind of the foundation of everything that we do in our lives. I actually just, um, I heard an interview with Deepak Chopra, Chopra, which of course I'm going to say wrong, but um, and it was really interesting. He said, essentially mammals are based the, what makes mammals different. Everyone says a lot of things like consciousness and all of that. He said, but it's really that they're, that they love and that the thing that makes humans as a species different than animal, any other species is the fact that we need to be loved and it's it's like an imperative not just yeah it'd be great if i found love um so what are your thoughts on just that like yeah i think that is exactly it and it makes everything a little bit better often successful people that i'm working with you know they have it seems like they have life all together and everything's great and then there's this one piece missing and they often ask me they're like well you know, how is this possible that I'm good at all this stuff and I just cannot find love? And then they look at it as a weakness, you know, like, do you really need help to find love? Like, shouldn't it just happen naturally and organically? Uh, But sometimes no. And sometimes if we're clear and confident about it, then we get the really, really great love. We don't just like kind of take whatever comes along. You know, it's interesting that you say that, but um, maybe off tangent already, but love like we spend so much time on planning our education we spend time on our career paths you know getting resumes together how we appear you know what's the path even where we live and when it comes to love like we just kind of throw it to the wind like okay whatever and this is the partner that's going to be with you through everything and for the rest of your life hopefully yeah they say that women actually spend more time picking out bathing suits in their lifetime <laughs> than they kind of figuring out what is the light, right love match for me. That's probably because we need one big enough to cover our derriere for whatever season we're in currently. Um, Or, or maybe I'm projecting there. Maybe that's just me. Um, That's a really interesting point because um, I'm a bit of a planner, which um, you know me. So you know that about me, but um, I pretty much had my whole life planned out uh, when I was going to be in school, how many kids I was going to have all this stuff. And I didn't even think about the partner I was going to do all that with. It was just like, what am I going to do? How am I going to get there? What am, how smart am I going to be? All of that. Um, yeah. I think it's interesting that you mentioned it because people seem to live that like this whole love at first sight is like some magic bullet. Like everyone thinks that's the greatest thing ever. But like, I've been with my husband over 20 years. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. But, but that's a long <laughs> time to have not thought about it. Mm-hmm. So I got lucky. I married up. So I think I was why, just but... gonna say people feel like, oh well, you're so lucky. 
And yeah, yes, you are. But it's also, if I had a guess, as a couple, you know, you haven't given up on each other and you're still doing things together and you are a partnership together in the world. And that just makes each other stronger. Yeah. Um, and that's what singles that are struggling out there, they are like craving that kind of partnership. Um, but I work with 30s and over because uh, sometimes, you know, the young generations, teens, 20s, early 20s, they can grow and expand together and their journey is a little bit different than ending up either through divorce or just single or widows uh, widowers uh, it's a little bit different once we're in our 30s 40s we have certain things that are already in place it's a little bit harder to tweak things it's we already are pretty clear about what values and what we need and often people think when you say the word need they think it's either selfish or not right to you know be kind of upfront on I do need this. I know that this works for me and this does not. Yeah, that, that's an interesting point as well. Um, so I have a question then. Yeah. Um, actually, I have lots of questions, but the I one like that questions. came to mind <laughs> was, do you think there's kind of a difference between like that lust that you get right at the very beginning and then like that long-term sustainable love? Are, are they different? Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be. I could, you know, probably talk to you about a half hour on that, but how I like to put it in a in little capsule, because I'm from the medical world. I can share that a little bit, but I'm previous cardiac nurse, and they say that feeling that when you meet someone and your heart is fluttering and you're all excited, well, that's called an arrhythmia, and you usually keel over and die from that, so that is not the good type of love, <laughs> although they're always the exceptions, but it's kind of like the ones that kind of evolve, expand, go. And one statement I would say between the, the lost and the ones that we call flash and burn, like it's, God, we're all in and then it fizzles or something, a bomb goes off and it's ended versus the one that right progresses, grows, and then you're in a relationship is that, um, lost my train of thought, is that we have our clarity in place and we know where we're going with this. And we're not so apt to put on those rose-colored glasses and just look at the really great things. Yeah, I wonder if that's um, what's a little bit, so I don't, because I don't know, like I messed my husband in college. Yeah. Um, he was pretty hot and sexy then. He's super hot and sexy now too, so lucky me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even imagine dating now. Like, I don't even know where you would go to date. Like, like I met him at like, college slash work and all of my friends met like you back then I can't believe I have to say that we met like at you know you meet at the bar you meet at church you meet at the community center like where do singles even meet when I especially if you're like I'm in my 40s like where am I going to meet someone if my husband decides he would should have been smart and married you know someone else before he married me like where, where do they go yeah that is a very common question and a big frustration for people. Usually by the time they get to me, they're discouraged, frustrated, you know, just want to give up because they've tried different things, it doesn't work. I like telling people like the world is yours, right? But you have to change things because if you keep doing the same thing, you're not meeting that person, obviously switch gears, pivot, and let's take a, a different way. I like to optimize all their options. So, you know, out and about, usually we're running to the grocery store and we're just on our errands but if you open your eyes it could be all around you it could be online but optimizing that so you're not so called catfished or looped into something that's wrong for you and it's accessing your friends and family members because 
sometimes we think, well, single, you know, that there's a stigma attached to it. But let everybody know, coworkers, you don't know who else has a brother, a nephew, you know, someone who's just really also just craving for love and just cannot connect. Or you get like a matchmaker that has prime candidates that kind of does the weeding out for you. And then you can connect that way. So we need to get like flashlights. It's like single, 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 single yeah. on our profile on Facebook, right? It's like, come meet me. I'm single. Yeah. I, I get lots of creepy yeah. dudes that like are always like liking me on Facebook. And I'm like, I don't know if your name's really Alex. <laughs> Just wondering. But yeah. So do you think there are more, because um, again, I'm not in the dating world. Do you think there are like more online opportunities now? Like, well, of course there are, because there was no online when I was younger, but um, are people having to kind of do that more to find a connection? I think that it is a good, strong option, mainly because it is what it is right now. Like, that's kind of the thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have that bad stigma from years ago, but you have to be careful. And that's where I think you have to be very confident in yourself because you can start choosing or responding to people that are not right for you. It is a game and you have to have enough energy to kind of weed through. Some people have all different kinds of intentions on there. So I think it's good, but to be intentional and pick the one that's right for you. I hate to say that, you know, for one person, if I say this one, they're like, oh, no, I don't like it or it doesn't really work. It's really kind of committing to the one that aligns with you. You know, there's different ones like Christian Mingle all the way to Tinder. Now, some people may not want like the hookup that Tinder is known for. But there are good stories that come out of there, too. But if you're going to choose that one, you better be strong enough to kind of like move through, move through the stuff and get to, to the important person. There are good people on there too. Yeah, of course there are. Absolutely. There's good people everywhere. You just have to look for yeah. them. Yeah. And you have to have that mindset. That's the key. You have to have the mindset that there is hope that it will happen and you cannot become kind of, you know, that bitter and discouraged and people like to stay there or what do they say about love? They'll be like, uh, never mind. It's not that important. And you know, I think that's a self-protective mechanism. I'm sure it is for sure. So how does a cardiac nurse become, <laughs> you know, a relationship expert? Like how did that path unfold for you? Yes. It's very interesting. I'm going to keep it short because I, I read the love languages again this weekend. Cause I think that's a good one, but, um, I'm a babbling brook is what <laughs> I fall under. I could go on and on. So in a nutshell, right, I'm, I was divorced in 1990, so long ago, I, I don't even remember the year. For the internet, no, I'm kidding. And I don't want to age myself, <laughs> right? So okay. uh, what happened then? So I went, became a cardiac nurse, heart nurse, was a single mom, two children, raising them on my own. And you know about balance. Uh, that's a very hard thing to balance. Yeah. And as I'm progressing, I'm going to start dating again. And I was out there not, I call it flailing in the dating world for decades. I don't know what was right. I was just trying to catch whatever. I had one day off. Let's just, you know, let's see where this goes. And I, I became burnt out. But long story short, my kids grew up off to college. They're taking jobs in different states. And I'm like, oh, great. Well, now what's next for me? So I enrolled myself in the life coaching, professional life coaching program at the University of Wisconsin-Madison their first year ever doing this program. So it was like cohort A. (laughs) And you start working (laughs) with clients right away, like month one, they're like, here you go, let's go, let's start. So executive coaching, business, kind of time management stuff, midlife crisis, unhappy in the workplace, how do you balance work and home? And always by session one or two, people changed 
to dating and relationships. And I'm like, oh, please, I cannot help you. I can't help myself, right? <laughs> I'm like, how can I do this? There's no way. But they teach you, it's not about me, it's about them. And you use those tools. So I always say my niche found me. I eventually put that to practice and remarried um, after that and started working in dating relationships in 2016 full time. So I used to be a cardiac nurse and now I just fix hearts in a much different way. Oh, what a nice story. And I've met your husband and yes. he's adorbs. So <laughs> yay for you. He's very handsome. Uh, but see, if you went back and talked to my friends and family back in the day, they were like, oh my gosh. So I lived it. I experienced it. I made all the mistakes for you. I've, I mean, I've researched <laughs> it. I've read, I've learned. So let me save you 10 years. Cause what they say, right. Is from your biggest struggles come your greatest successes. Yeah, I always say from my mess came my message, but yes. yeah, I love Isn't it. Isn't that interesting how it, that works? It is, it is. And I, I love that you say like your niche found you because I think that um, you don't have to know all the answers to help someone else. I think you just have to be one step ahead of them. Um, luckily, you're quite a few steps ahead because you married him, you kept him, you know, at least for now, we'll see. But yeah. uh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Uh, well, and you've had like, you've had some really great success stories, right? Isn't there a couple marriages that happened in the last year? Yes, that's when you know. Yeah, that's when you know that processes and people, when you work together, right, that this is working. And that's exciting when you, you get invited to the weddings. And, but then you have to be like, I step back and I'm like, oh, it's not about me. This is exactly the end result. But you know, I, how I explain things to people in coaching and especially in this, because they have a hard time, like how, you know, how are you going to help? And is it going to be work? Like nobody wants to learn how to date or work. Yeah. Like, you know, just give me the magic pill. Give me that magic person. Yeah. Not that simple, but I love explaining it as like, it's a car and the client is in the driver's seat, right? They're the one in control. They have the answers and I'm in the passenger side, but we come up with the end goal together, a partnership goals for some people they don't like the word so like your destination your your end win game right but i'm there because you're in the driver's seat and we tend to see obstacles we want to detour we want to like you know get off the road and quit and like get out of the car and i'm like i don't know i'm there with you that's exactly how my business model works your personal guide through the entire journey as the bachelor abc show puts it the journey to love i'm there by your side because often we can derail ourselves or even in love. Have you ever heard the term um, rose colored glasses? Yeah. So here we go. We spent all this time making, you know, making lists, you know, what are our goals? What are past experiences? We made it through heartaches. We're clear. And then we meet Fantastico and we're like, no, 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 this is all good. And that's where I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. let's, let's relook at things. Cause I think that's how relationships don't work. We just like go all in and forget exactly like who we are, what we need, what are the things, are we even aligned and we're not. And we end up not having these relationships work out because while we were dating deal breakers, mm -hmm. our own deal breakers. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I, I don't know if you've ever heard of Darren Hardy. He's like a su success yeah. coach, et cetera. And uh -huh. he tells the story of how he found his wife, Georgia, who is, quite honestly, most beautiful woman ever. And he's like, he sat down one day and he was just not having luck in love. And 
and he's successful in like everything, right? The guy is like super successful. And he said he journaled for like pages and pages and pages and pages. And he just, he like made her into being. And he's like, no joke. I saw my wife and I was like, that's too crazy. I literally like journaled her out. Um, so I think there's something for it. Like that seems super cool. But then you have to, like, I would have been like, oh, and you should meet my friend Asta just to make sure that you were not like dreaming up that so much that you, <laughs> you're like, oh, thank goodness. There's another human being in front of me. Oh, yeah. but um, yeah, but it's yeah. interesting because me coming from the science world, there is a whole portion that I'm like, just listen to me here because you're going to think either people too early on, they're like, you're crazy or you're fluffy, but there's this part of manifestation. I cannot explain it. I'm like, just go with it and just do it. You have to be positive. You have to know what you want. Right. But it's, you have to really believe or that's not going to happen. And that's the part I, I, I really cannot, I can't explain it. And like you said, journaling, I do make people write because it's, there's something about it, can't explain it, but you write it, it's a whole different world than like thinking it or like I thought about it or I, you know, put it on my phone or I spoke it into the computer. No, you have to write it. Yeah, I think it's something about like making a, making thing, something graspable or real. Like if it's a thought, it can float in the wind and never come back. It doesn't have any permanence. But if you write, Right. It, it's, it's this act of creation that becomes a permanent record of a thought that you may have had a million times, but you never grasped it. So it's, it's just taking all those thoughts you have and, and making them real. I love that. What is that? Permanence. 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 And if you want to keep that girl that you just started dating permanently, <laughs> write that down. Permanently, write it. Yes. This yeah. Taking up stuff and as we go. You know, and then it goes back to, and then it goes to like, you do that kind of work. And then it goes down to the details mainly because we're in this fast paced society, mm -hmm. you know, swipe right. Um, and it's like, you better be on point. And then some people will often may bring up, you know, like, what are you wearing? What are you, the details, details matter. They're like, it's superficial. It doesn't matter. I'm like, it does matter because you got to get through that first phase so that they can get to know you. And it can be something so simple as, few things that you said wrong, even like on a Zoom, or you had something on, and I know it sounds so silly, but our minds are complicated, and that other person or ourselves, we do it too. So when people are like, oh, come on, I'm like, oh, you do it too. Like we just judge, prejudge, and run with all these stories, and we don't even know the person yet. Yeah, all the stories we tell ourselves, we say about others too, right? Yeah. Um, before we yeah. wrap up, but the, yeah. we don't even get to talk about, because um, I, it's not just the looking for love in all the right places part, but you also have some couples that you've kind of helped go down a new path as well, right? So um, give me an example of what that might look like if they're not single, but they're having a little, you know, roadblocks in love. Yes. So that's a newer addition to my, my work and I love it just as much. Couples often can become at any point of their marriage from year one to year 2030, they can become very comfortable and then kind of, you know, kind of step back. They forget to date again. They forget to do the little things. They get so comfortable. Um, sometimes like, I'm like, you wouldn't do that in public. Like don't do it in front of your spouse. And it, it starts to irritate the other person, but we go through life changes too. Like life doesn't stay the same. So we too have to work together to change relationships and to accommodate 
and to never really shut down because people will assume the other person should know what they're thinking. They should know what to do. And then they don't. So we get aggravated. So then we like totally shut down and then we're like, we give up, but it's yeah. rekindling, rebooting. Yeah. Um, and going back to, you know, what my favorite thing is, especially couples who've been together 20, 30 years. I'm like, go back to like, what was your first date or how did you meet and kind of relive that, relive that night. That's so sweet. Yeah. I say one of the things that, um, cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, 20 years. Yeah. In August, it will be 20 years married. We've been together since 1996. So, um, 24 years, right. Wow. Um, thank you. But I, I actually, I don't agree with that. I'm like, okay, no, I congratulations for sure. But we haven't been together for 24 years. I mean, I, he's new every week, every month, every year. Right. And so you have, we oh. fall in love over and over and over again. Cause uh, well, but it's not who he was, right? I'm not, thank goodness. I'm not who I was. Um, and you have to make a decision and, and you don't have to, but we decided to keep liking that new person or to keep finding a way to fall in love with the new person. And thank goodness, because, oh my gosh, he is so much even more amazing than he was all those years ago. Like he's an amazing dad. Who would have known that? Who would have thought that? we're dating right at work and drawing staplers of each other and stuff you know like uh, and yes, so I think that um I love when you're like rekindle that first time or remember to date because you're dating a new person like they've mm-hmm. grown they've changed hopefully and um it's important right to fall it in is. love every day so yeah. that you stay in love yeah and so now somebody would would be listening to this be like See, that's what I want. I want to, and they'll come to me and say, do you know, you think I can find love again? Is it possible for me? Can I do this? And you know what my answer is? Absolutely. Absolutely. My company is called Absolutely by Asta because absolutely you can have what you want and the love that you want. Oh, that's so sweet. So Asta, where can someone looking for love in all the wrong places or trying to rekindle what they already have? Where, where can they find more information about you and the services that you're able to provide them? Yes, great. Thank you for asking. So they can find me at absolutelybyasta.com. My name Asta is A-S-T-A. Or you can email me at asta at absolutelybyasta.com. And we can start there. Uh, you can go through the website and just fill out the contact form if that's easier. And you can reach me in any of those ways. Awesome. So I think I heard a little birdie tell me that you may be launching a new program. Yes, I'll briefly tell you this before we end here uh, because you know that we have the big VIP, big package doesn't work for everyone. So basically three other options how to get information from me. One is I still work one-to-one coaching and it's more of like a retainer and a monthly fee. So it's not this huge, gigantic commitment that people are afraid of. Commitment phobia. Yeah. Just retainer, monthly fee. You can pick the monthly fee that's, you know, right for you. But better yet as well is a group coaching because sometimes the one-to-one doesn't even work for people. So I call it Ask Asta. Ask Asta group coaching that came from an advice column that I did here in Milwaukee, the Shepherd Express publication. So Ask Asta, group coaching, we get together, we share, ask, we share stories, love knowing that you know, you're not alone out there. So that's starting, we do that four times per month. And then sharing snippets of information through 
Ask Asta YouTube channel. So that's where you'll just get little brief spurts of info. And my bottom line is to make sure everything is fun and light because dating and relationships should be fun and should be light. Yeah, I love that. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out. I know you're very busy helping others find love. Um, I look forward to hearing about anything that comes up for you in the future, but thank you again for taking the time. Oh, thank you, Jackie. It was a pleasure. Thank All right, you. talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.